Blessings, honor, and glory unto the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the one who died on the cross for our sins and made our salvation possible. Oh, it's good to be with you yet another day to share with you from the Word of God and trust that the things that would be shared today, you would be able to go back to the Word of God and find them to be true and that your hearts will be encouraged. Ida Reed Smith, she wrote the song coming from Romans chapter 8 and verse number 17. If children, then heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. The song entitled, I belong to the king. I love that title. Notice the first answer. She said, I belong to the king. I'm a child of his love. I shall dwell in his palace so fair. For he tells of its bliss up in heaven above and his children in splendor shall share. I belong to the king. I'm a child of his love and he never forsaken his own. He will call me someday to his palace above. I shall dwell by life glorified throne. What a powerful message. What, a, what assurance that this child of God has in her Savior. I trust that you are enjoying the journey as we continue to build on this matter of eternal security and answer the question from the Word of God. Can the believer, the true child of God, the born-again Christian, saved, saved, washed in the blood of the Lamb, can such a person be lost? Can a person who the scriptures say shall not come into condemnation, can such a person find him or herself in condemnation? Is the Bible true? If you believe it, then let's see what it says. Now you may ask, you know, why do you believe that this child of God cannot lose his or her salvation? I shared many reasons with you as we started this series. I said the believer is eternally secure because of the eternal purpose of God concerning all redeemed people. That's why we are secure. I said the believer is eternally secure because of the redemption work of Christ is complete flawless and eternal. I said the believer is eternally secure because salvation is totally of God's grace and it has nothing to do with man. I said the believer is eternally secure because of the nature of salvation. It is of God. And then I said the believer is eternally secure because of the many specific promises and statements that guarantee eternal security. Let me build on that a little this morning again. And let me pull up one of the statements that he used in regards to this matter of eternal security. If you've been following me, you would notice that here's where I stopped last night. He said, I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. And then in verse 27 of John 10, he said, my sheep, Hear my voice, I know them, and they follow me. Before I even go any further, I want to say to you this morning that salvation is by the grace of God. And I thank God it's by the grace of God. 
For in the book of Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 and verse number 9 he says, For by grace are ye saved through faith, that not of yourselves it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Always keep that before you. Salvation is of God. It is not of man. The life that we are enjoying now, the bread of life, it came from God. God gave it to us. God will take it. When the time comes for him to take it, he will take this bread of life. Yeah, we do things to make sure that we live healthy, but life comes from God. Just like that physical life comes from God, eternal life comes from God and God alone. He said, my sheep hear my voice. I know them, they follow me and I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish. Isn't this a promise? Isn't this a promise that his sheep, he gave eternal life and they shall never perish? And he said, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. And he used the statement and he said, my father which give them me is greater than all and no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand. Now, when I say that the believers eternally secure because of the many specific promises and statements that guarantees salvation, I want you to see something. I want us to pay attention to, to the many times that he used the word give or give or give us my father, which gave them me. In other words, the child of God is given by the father to the son. He said, it's greater than all and no one is able to pluck them out of my father's hand for I and my father, we are one. Me and my father, we are one. In chapter 17 of John, verse two, verse six, and then verse nine on to verse number 12, I am showing you from the word what it means in regards to eternal security and that the believer, the true child of God can never lose his or her salvation. He says in verse number two, as thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. This is no mix up. Those who have eternal life are the ones that are given by the father. Let's understand it clearly. They are given by the father to the son. And he said, all that cometh to me, I will in no wise cast out. But in this verse, he said that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. Let's read on. In John 17 and verse number six, he said, I have manifested thy name unto the men which thou gavest me out of the world. The men thou gave us, me, out of the world, I have manifested my name to them. Yeah, thine they were. In other words, these were your men. And thou gavest them me, and they have kept my word. Are you keeping the word of God? Are you given by the Father to the Son? And now he makes a prayer to the Father. And he said, I pray for them. I pray not for the world, but for them which thou hast given me, for they are thine. Don't you feel special today if you are a child of God that you are given to the Son by the Father? He said, all mine are thine, and thine are mine, and I am glorified in them. And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world. And I come to thee, Holy Father, 
Keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me. Will he take them back? That they may be one as we are. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name. Those that thou gavest me, I have kept. And none of them is lost, but the son of perdition, that the scripture may be fulfilled. You know who the son of perdition is? Yep, that's the same one whom one said was saved. No, the scripture was wrong. He said he was there that the scripture may be fulfilled. It matters not what man may think or say. What matters is what God said. What he said, he has written down in a book that is called the Bible. Now, as I read that for you a while ago, my question to you now would be, could this prayer really be unanswered? Verse 9, I pray for them. And then he goes on and he say what he prayed for them. Can it be really unanswered? The question is no. My time is up again. So let me just close with this one verse. Paul wrote to the Philippian believers and he said, Being confident of this very thing, that he which had begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. And may I tell you, this work involves keeping you and I as his children. We are kept by God. We are eternally secure. It is not a license for sin. It is an incentive to live holy and true to the Lord. Father, thanks. Thanks, Lord. Thank you so much that you explained it to us that we could understand. And as I try to explain it to your people, may they understand. But I think of the one, oh God, that needs to come to you. I pray that they will come to the Lord Jesus Christ today. For in coming, they will receive salvation. Thanks again. Help us, dear God, to enjoy this journey and believing, oh God, your word. We love you, praise you, and thank you. Bless your people. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. May God bless you all. Have a great day. I'll be back next morning to share a little more with you on this matter of eternal security. Can the believer lose his or her salvation?